This message from the Parsha is from the Kutte Siches, Chelek Yud, Parsha Chayesara, Sicha number one. There is a interesting question that people ask themselves. And the question is, when it comes to Yiddishkeit, does it have to be challenging? Does my Yiddishkeit need to be challenging? Does it need to be uh, a challenge for me? Or can it be easy? We're not. The question is not, do I need to keep Taita Mitzvahs? Of course, everybody understands you need to keep the Taita Mitzvahs and you need to learn the Taita. But what if it's not a challenge? What if it comes easy? Is there some kind of a obligation to make it hard on yourself so that it'll be a challenge? This is the question. The Rebbe compares this to Avram when he was buying Ma'aras HaMachpela where he was going to bury Sarah. And the Rebbe points out that when Avram was going to bury Sarah, when Avram was going to buy Ma'aras HaMachpela, he was actually offered the land for free. And yet Avram declares that he doesn't want it for free. He befetish doesn't want it for free. Not only does he not want the land to be given to him as a gift, he wants to pay full price. He doesn't even want any discounts. He doesn't want any favors. He wants to pay top dollar for the land where he's going to bury Sarah. And this is amazing, not only because he was being offered it for free and he said no, but also because this land ultimately would be his. So even from the from a perspective of ownership, in a way he already owned it. So he wasn't just that he was pay, paying top dollar for land that he was being offered for free. He was paying top dollar to buy land that belonged to him, in essence. Rashi and this story compares it to David HaMelech who did the same thing when he purchased Harabayas when he purchased Temple Mount the owner was ready to give it for free and David refused he said I want to pay top dollar so the Rebbe explains that the Sadikim Avram, David they were trying to rescue these pieces of land from the clippus, from the powers of unholiness and transfer the ownership over to Hashem and to Kedusha. And when a person gives you a gift, the gift will forever retain a connection to the person who gave it to you because it's an act of the person's graciousness and it'll always carry the hallmark of that person's character. Whereas when you purchase, the person received money in exchange. When you have the land now, it's completely yours. It doesn't retain any trace of the previous ownership. 
So Avram and David both said they don't want the land for free. They want to pay for it. They want the redemption of the land from the hands of the Klippa to the hands of Kedusha to be 100% complete without any ownership or theory of ownership remaining to the Klippa. Since our job as a Jew, besides doing the mitzvahs and learning the Torah, each individual is obligated to transform their corner of the world into a place of holiness. That even though you're born into a world that is not necessarily holy, and even though you arrive in a corner of the world that belongs to Klippa, a corner of the world that is still covered with the darkness of Olam Hazah. Yet you are, you are given the task to change your corner, corner of the world, take it out of the hands of unholiness and deliver it into the hands of Kedusha, into Hashem's ownership. So similar to Avram and David, it has to come at full price. You got to pay top dollar. It can't come for free. So therefore, if a person finds that Yiddishkeit is very easy, he's getting it for free. And he's not changing the world in the ultimate way that he could. And therefore, he needs to push himself until he sweats a little bit. And needs to be with effort. There needs to be a challenge. Otherwise, it's being given to you for free. And although you're doing good, and although the mitzvahs are getting done, but it's a little bit too easy. And the transfer of ownership is not optimal. Therefore, you need to put your heart and soul and back into it and work to challenge yourself to go beyond your norm and beyond your comfort zone and make sure that the Yiddishkeit involves a little bit of labor on your part. And this is especially true when you consider the story of the Tzemach Tzedek, who when somebody asked him about the idea of moving to Eretz Yisrael, the Tzemach Tzedek said, you want to live in Eretz Yisrael? Make Eretz Yisrael here. There's a challenge here from the Rebbe to transform the place that you live into a holy place. And that, if it's done for free, is really not the complete job. There needs to be effort, and then, then the world becomes a holy place.